Here I am, Coco, an old friend, here with members from the Coco Collective community. Each week, we inspire you to get back on to Blueprint through our experiences and journey living from a higher vibration and consciousness. Because ultimately, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. This is your vibrational experience. Well, you're having coffee with us again this morning. It's raining. It's one of those like, you know, um, in Twilight, the movies when the uh, rain is coming down and it's misty and you have that whole vibe. That's how this morning feels. So we're going to have sparkly vampires somewhere? (laughs) Wouldn't that be exciting? I feel like we're in like Portland right now, the rain. (laughs) We're definitely having a West Coast winter. We are. So I woke up this morning and I was like, if this isn't a wow week, I don't know what is. So much is happening. It For me personally, this is probably one of the biggest weeks of my entire life. I mean, in human form. And I feel it. And it's just phenomenal to be here with all of you. So me and Scott last night... I feel like we say that a lot. It's always the biggest thing. Is it? I don't know. Well, I mean, everything is big this year, you know? It's just... We do say it a lot, but I will say for my work personally, this is one of the biggest weeks I've ever felt and what I'm going through in my work. You know, when I had my upgrade in, in August, which you're now going through now, that was the biggest upgrade I've ever gone through. <laughs> you have to admit your upgrade right now is something. It's something. It is. So Scott's going through the back um, upgrade that I went through in August and the headaches and everything. So I guess we can start with that right away. So right now, there's kind of like what I would call like an upside down, um, upside down uh, pyramid that is sitting in people's chest. Okay, if you're um, open to it, or it's like almost like a cork corkscrew bottleneck under your breast where everything is building, everything is building, everything is building. And it's like, where are you not letting it be like, quote unquote, fluid? Okay, so for a majority of people right now, they're in the lower part, okay, where it's building, it's building, it's building. They feel this compression all month. They're like, what the fuck is even happening? They have to make some choices. They have to, you know, yeah, make some choices. People are very much right now in the splits, okay? So the splits, meaning that they are one leg or multiple legs into human and one leg into light. And that when you're in the splits, there's that pain just brewing and pulling and, you know, all the things that are preventing you from, you know, living your best life. And so in that whole energy right now, there's these upgrades that are going on again. I mean, upgrades are going on a lot, but right now I'm seeing the pattern right now with the headaches. You're having it right now. So kudos to Scott. He has a headache and he's on. Um, really feeling that pressure down in the lower part of your body is just astronomical right now for so many people. And what is really, really, really happening moving into like basically today is the war and the fight within yourself. So 
lack of better words, we're moving into peace. You know, we're moving into life is easy and there's peace, but the world out there looks like a war and the opposite of peace is war. And so many people are having a war within themselves. And that war is that split where people are fighting, they're clinging, they're making a war within themselves so that they cannot, um, you know, move forward with the peace, which is that whole opening that's coming out of our heads right now. So Scott and I are again going back to basics because it's been an ongoing conversation around here and we have so much to share with you about that. Yeah, essentially what I'm under, what I see people going through right now yeah. is like the, the squeezing of that really sensitive pimple. Yeah. You know, you're putting the pressure on it, you're putting the pressure on it, waiting for it to pop to have that relief. Yes. That's what I see, but we're looking And are for, we are they hoping for somebody to do it for them, you know? Or or what's what's your feeling on that? Is that we're making it harder than what it needs to be exactly. right now. Yes. We're going out of our way to make to find difficulties. Yeah. Which is why we're refocusing on the basics, like essentially this month or for this this little bit of time of, of time and yeah. energy. Is because we need to make sure that the foundation, the is foundations strong. are strong. Mm-hmm. Because when you went through your basic understandings of things in the beginning, yes, you uncovered some layers, and you were able to move forward with those layers. But now, when you go back, you should be able to deepen your understanding of those layers, and it should really just start to affect everything downstream. And your understanding of everything that's been happening to you and to what's going on currently. Yes. Which is why we're going back to basics because there's a lot going on energetically in the game. Oh, yeah, in the game. Like there's so much stuff trying to pull and push at you. It's really a gut check moment right now. And the reason I just want to stop um, to explain that is because I can hear like some narrations being like, well you know, how Scott had started saying, like, aren't we always saying it's a big energy time or whatever? And it, it, I mean, we truly are because every single day is just wow, 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 wow. Because we've never been here. We've never been here before. So exactly like Scott's hitting the nail. So when we're saying to you, every podcast or on my posts or our work and stuff, it's like, wow, wow, wow. Every day, like we fucking mean it. Because every day is being written. We've never made it this far. So what's happening right now is it's like, yeah, you got to get back to your fucking basics. And it's like, why are you even listening to this podcast, number one? Ask yourself that. Why are you even listening? That's the basics. Are you listening because you're lying to yourself that you actually are doing something? Or are you actually doing it and this is a byproduct of doing it to help you move along? That's number one. Back to the basics. Why did you even push play? Really ask yourself that. The second thing is, is are you fucking sick and tired yet of living this way? Of being like the the flag in the middle of a tug of, tug yeah. of, tug of war? Like ask yourself like, like that. Going back and forth without really being able to make a decision. Yeah. That's, that's kind of where we're at. Like check your shadow self. Check what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like... And why are you making the decision so hard on yourself? Okay, ask yourself that. Because in our world, we have 
infinite amount of resources to help you understand why you're quote unquote stuck, why or why it's challenging or why it feels painful. The reality is, is you don't want to hear the truth. So it's like, you know, that partner you need to break up with, that fucking job that you know is fucking done. The list is endless. There's a, the new is here. Absolutely. The new is here. You just have to fucking choose. And like Scott was just saying, it goes back to the basics. And one of the big things that he said to me last night that hit so big was the gut check. Let's talk about the gut check. What does it mean with the gut check? Like, let's roll back to, you know, early days with Nights with Coco or the very basics when, you know, you're just opening up your eyes and being like, what, what do you mean I'm here for more? It's the gut check that you always fucking know because your gut is telling you and then your whole entire body tells you, right? So Scott, break that down a little bit further when we're talking about the gut check. Like, you know, what does that mean for people? How do they check their gut? It, it, it's for, on my side, it's really as simple as you, you always know. You always know. It's, that's that battle, that split. Your body will tell you. you. You do always know. And what I see the gut check really as is a confirmation. Yeah. It goes back to like, you've been talking about this, about this work, about, you know, shifting and changing now you've had time to put that into practice. Now it's like the final shot of the 2021 NBA basketball game. There's three seconds left on the clock. Are you the guy that wants the ball? Are you the guy who is so confident or confident enough in themselves to make that shot? Mm-hmm. Hit or miss? Can you walk away, you know, in that final game, knowing you've given your 100%? Yeah. Or are you holding something yourself back because you're afraid, like, what if we lose? Yeah. Well, and your wounds and everything will always tell you that you're going to lose. You know, when you're unhealed, you're, it's always going to tell you the worst case scenario. Your egos right now, that's a theme of this entire month of experience, is the ego has been just wicked, 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 wicked asshole to everybody, telling them all the things, going up a level, the ego has. And why, you guys? Ask yourself why the ego's been up a level. Because the new is here. And the shifts when you actually get out of your own way are so astronomical. One of the big things is, is you're not a fucking tree. You know, you're not a tree that is stuck in one place. You have the ability to get out of the cage that you're in. You just need the support. And then you need to trust yourself through the gut feeling that this is the right way to go. Because the feeling is really what's leading all of you. It's just, are you listening? So as you're doing that splits you know, and everything's pulling you. Notice with the human, you're coming from the thinking with everything and notice with the light, you feel it. That's the difference. But because you can't see the thinking, you believe it's not true on the other side. And it's going to sound like an advertisement for for the work that we do, but (laughs) your ego really wants you to do it alone. Yeah. And we... That's old fucking shit. That's old fucking energy. You don't have to do it alone anymore. Well, here, we are and here, better together. And here's the thing, Scott. You and I were talking about this last night. And I think I was talking about this with Alexi or somebody this week. I can't even remember. But 2022 is basically the light is running the show of the body. Okay? More people are going to integrate 
in 2022 than the last like two years combined. Okay. Like it's just what's happening. Okay. People are, have been having walk-ins, meaning that people are all of a sudden like shifting and waking up and being like, I don't even know how I fucking got here or why I'm feeling this way or whatever, because that's the light coming in and taking the control. And that's what we've been working for. And here's the thing. With that type of energy and that type of power, you know, where I always say it, where the Marvel movie characters, you know, you need to find the people that can support the light because no longer is fucking 4D, airy fairy, courses, programs, tarot, Reiki, activism, all that stuff going to cut it. We're in holographic new earth technology. You, if you're listening to this, whatever, however you find us, whatever you push play, your new earth, you wouldn't be here. You cannot do this alone. Absolutely cannot do this alone. Because in order to run and do this and understand and have infinite amount of tools, you need the support. And that we cannot beat that into, you know, the coding of these podcasts and our work anymore. Because it's just, it's actually just is now. Like it's just, it's not even, you're going to be pushed to choose your light. And everything else, I said it in session the other day, it looks like a pyramid, okay? And at the top is your light work, and then everything else comes below that. And it, you know, financially, it's not for some people going to be easy because it's like, fuck, I can't even sometimes put food on the table when I'm choosing my light, but I can promise you'll be worth it because it does, your whole life radically changes. It does. And we have a lot to talk about about that support that we're going to talk about. Because with the support that you get, the 3D is so triggered by what we're doing here, okay? Family, friends, people, they loved it when you were in pain and you were kept in that same kind of like egg basket of them, okay? It goes back to the basics when I always would say, when you are about to change your life, you are the crab in the crab pot. And when you start to climb out, all the other crabs are like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? So I want to talk about the narrations that are going on that I hear about in session with everything so that you guys don't feel alone because it is hard. So one of the biggest things that we laugh about a lot and, you know, compassion, because I know some of you guys have gone through this, where family and people call this work a cult. Okay, they think it's a cult. And let's just break that fucking down because I think it's like it's so interesting and comical from our side and all of us doing the work of why 3D perceives light work as a cult. Yeah, well, I mean, if we go back to like the crab analogy when you're trying to get out, every other single crab in the pot is seeing a raging storm essentially outside of the crab pot. Yeah. They're seeing things being tossed and turned around. And that's, that's life, yeah. And, and that's why they're trying to pull you back in mm-hmm. to where it's safe, to where it's secure. But when you look out to crab pot, you look you, up. You look up and you see calm blue waters. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I don't fucking understand what you guys are. I, I can hear what you're saying. I, I hear you're telling me there's a big storm outside and the waters are fucking raging. But when I look up, I see calm blue waters. And that's kind of what exactly is going on they're not going to understand what you see exactly they haven't done the work that you've done you haven't even taken a step they haven't been where you've been Mm -hmm. and felt what you have felt but they know that they that they are uncomfortable yes 
and they don't like it. Yes. It has nothing to do with you. It has more to do with their well, everything own comfort to do. level. It has everything to do with them. So the only language they know in 3D is cult. Yeah. But we were talking about it in session yesterday. I was with somebody and they were like, yeah, but then you look at religion and you look at all the things in the programming and the conditioning of 3D and you don't dare call those things a cult. Right. But like as someone who was raised Roman Catholic, like looking back at that journey, it was like, literally, how is that? That was like, a, that was wow. It was like, you know, I walk into that church, I sit down, I stand up, I stand in line to get a piece of what was that even like cardboard? And I'm, I'm drinking the blood of Christ and the body of Christ. And then I sit down, I'm holding hands, I'm doing all these things. It was crazy. I was raised into like, you altar serve, you play the organ, you teach religion, like everything was rooted around that, you know, but you don't dare put a label to that because that's part of the crab pot, you know? And then you wonder why so many of us are like, you know, scared to fucking quote unquote do anything because the programming of our life tells us that you have to live within that crab pot. But as soon as you look up and you're like, what the fuck? I'm here for more. None of this even fucking made sense or was real. You're shook. But on the other side, you have to have compassion for the people that are still in the crab pot. And they're still wounded and they're unhappy. And who are they without their pain and their stories? And who are they without you in the crab pot to fill their hole? And then that moves to the whole other narration that I was blown away by yesterday is we were talking about um, the conversation of the whole 3D out there, you know, the vaccine and all that stuff. And somebody had said to me that one of the biggest narrations that she's hearing right now is her being unvaccinated her family members and everybody are like, that's fine if you are okay with dying, but we're uncomfortable with the fact that you could die and we can't handle that. So take that in. That's the power of this work. Yes, but you're missing the, the tail end of that sentence. Yes. We're uncomfortable with you dying, so we're <laughs> going to cut you out of everything. Exactly. That's really where that where that ends. And like this just like, Take that in, you guys. Take that in. Like, question that. Yeah. Because it is all about the ego in the public. Yeah, in the game. It, John Q. Public out there is all about the ego. What is good for me? Yeah. What is best for me? What makes me comfortable and what, look good? What makes me comfortable? What the fuck makes me uncomfortable yes. is probably the biggest one right now. Yes. And that's that's really what it is. But when you start to let go of those fears and you really start to get solid, get solid in who you are, none of that stuff really matters anymore no. because you're seeing it for what it is. You're seeing it from floor 5,000 versus being in it on floor one. So it, you're really going to be pushed. You are. And here's the thing that we were saying last night too, and we are really need to touch on this, is if you can't, Get yourself solid now, literally, mark my words, okay? If you can't get yourself solid now with these decisions and start with these basic, and I know for a lot of you, you're like, well, Coco, that, this is hard work. This is hard decisions. You've seen nothing yet because the world is, the illusion that you're seeing out there, you're being bamboozled, okay? The illusion that everything's going back to normal and things are this or whatever, you're being fucking bamboozled, it's not real, you guys. It is, it's such a lie, it's not even funny. 
And things are going to get more and more and more almost extremist rolling into 2025. So if you can't get solid now, oh boy, oh boy, is all I need to say. This is why we're here to do this work because we're here to get off the game board, okay? And when you live off the game with your finances, with your life, with your state of being, you're fucking shook. But it takes work, you guys, to do that, okay? It takes that uncomfortableness with those conversations of those labels of people that you call family, but then you really see the illusion of it all. And how I've been saying it a lot, again, is the back to basic line that has been popular is the rhinestone on the turd. You really start seeing the turds big time. And then you process it and you accept it and you let it go. So ask yourself, where the fuck are the turds in your life? Really, where are the rhinestone on the turds in your life? Be honest with yourself too. Yeah. Because as you've evolved and you've gotten higher in consciousness, your ego has evolved and gotten sneakier. Yeah. And it's showing up and appearing in ways that you probably wouldn't necessarily understand if you're not going to go back to the basics to really go back to look at things. Because guaranteed... And this is perfectly okay if this has happened, is it snuck its way in and started to affect some of your decisions. Yes. And that's that... okay. That's why we're going back to basics. That's why we're relearning some of this stuff is to approach mastery. No one's expecting you to be perfect mm-hmm. like in the last, I have no idea how long that you've been doing your journey for. We're not looking for perfection. We're looking for just progress. Progress. Yeah. And that's just it. So when we talk about going back to basics, you're not you never start back at zero. You start back at like zero with experience. Yeah, and what's just come to me as you're talking about that is, you know, there was a scenario, um, a journey with somebody last week, and and this is a really good example of the dedication to the work. And this person um has been really committed for I'd say the last year, and they quote unquote went back and touched the stove, okay? Like, we'll just put it that way. You know, with an X, they went and touched the stove. And instantly, um, they came and had a session and they were in full plant consumption. Their body was fucking talking about it. And this is a person who didn't have any heartbeats, had really reversed everything like the week prior. Okay. So they went and like touched the stove, basically grabbed the stove, basically tied a chain around it. Like they went back into it all. Okay. And their body showed and they really, really went through it. And that when they came out of that session, they were like, holy fuck, like, I can't even um, deny it even if I want. And, you know, in true fashion of our work, you know, we said, like, you got to make a choice, you know, you're having the splits, like you, this is enough, we can't, you're going to go on a pause if you don't make a choice. So that person came and had a session with me last week. And what was so amazing is I was able in session because of that person's choice points and dedication to be able to reset their timelines to before they touch the stove and put their body and put them back into a state like that choice point never even happened because that choice point had to happen so that they could, you know, realize like I'm done with these splits. I'm two feet in. And what she had really said to me is, what really, really hit her in that weak choice point of when she touched the stove is she's like, you know, I'd sit here in sessions to you guys and I'd say, um, you know, I know, I know. Like, I know that this person is not for me, but I actually didn't believe it. 
you know? So that's where a lot of you, this, that was a catalyst session for that person and journey. And, you know, Scott and I talk about that a lot about how you have to touch the stove sometimes um, because it also allows you to finally believe it. Okay, there's a difference between I know, I know, I know, or you can like look at Scott or you can look at anyone else doing the work and be like, well, that's great for them. Like, I know they're going to do it, but I don't believe it for myself. And that is a big thing for why you're in the splits too right now is because you have to believe it. You have to believe it. You can't just say you know. You can't just keep talking about it. You actually have to action it and then believe it to do it and embody it. And that's what I said to that person. You know, I was like, you're going to go on a pause if you don't start believing it because you can't fucking lie to us and we can fucking see it. That's the power of blueprint mentoring and new earth technology is there's no gray area. You can't bamboozle us. You can't fucking, you know, willy nilly it and you can't lie to yourself about it is that is that is huge, Scott. That is a big back to basics of really believing it in every cell of your body or just saying I know because the people who are really believing it this month specifically are fucking running like I've never seen it before. Never seen it before. Do you want to break that down? I just feel that that is just huge. You have really said that to me before. It's like, you know, do you really just believe it or are you just saying? Well, I know has been my least favorite yeah, phrase with the kids in the English language for a long time. Because mm-hmm. nothing, I mean, when you're a supervisor at a job or you're training a, a new worker, or I mean, even with the kids, kids yeah. You know, it's like, why did you do that? <laughs> like, you know, you're you're not supposed to like, you know, play with matches or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I know. I know. Yeah. So that's why I know has always been the most frustrating like phrase in the English languages for me is because people know they're not supposed to be doing things, but they're still choosing those things. Yeah. And that's essentially what it comes down to. Like, put yourself in like if you're at work or with family or friends and how many times you've had conversations like this where you've heard the phrase, I know, mm-hmm. and like apply that to yourself. Yeah. Like really step back and go, <clears throat> how many times have I done this? How many times do I know better and I still make that bad choice? Yeah. And that's okay. It's okay. And it's not even a bad choice, but it's like, it's the choice that's keeping you in the splits. It's the choice that's creating the war inside of you. You know, how much longer are you going to keep telling yourself, I know, I know, I know, to keep that, you know, to keep that narration going on. And it comes to this thing and I posted it on my stories and I feel that it's something that I really need to read because it really, really, um, it really hits. So it says there's a huge difference in saying we are done and actually being done. One is empty words fueled by emotional reactions and the other is an embodied action that stops the old from recurring playing out anymore one keeps playing in it and the other is actually completely done and moves on by moving on from these mindsets and these choices we are free to experience the all new and completely different realities and going back to our journey scott that what I just read hits on every fucking level. You know, when we were in it, we couldn't see it, 
And, but when we actually were done, everything started to change, you know, like if we go to like letting go of our companies, for example, we were all of you in the splits and we would be like, I would be like, I'm done, Scott, I'm done, Scott, I'm done, Scott. But yet we clung and we clung and we clung. But when you finally let go of it all, then it's exactly what that just said. The distortions and everything stop. Everything starts to move. You know, it kind of looks like, like water that's like stuck in like a, like a little river, like a beaver dam and it can't fucking move. And then all of a sudden, once you're actually completely fucking done, all of a sudden a big wave comes and clears that space for you, you know, but there is such a difference between saying you're done and embodying it. And I know we really had that journey with our daughter this year where we must have said a hundred million times this year, we're done, we're done, we're done. But then we gave it another shot. We did another thing. And now I feel that we're really embodying it. And is it easy? No, it's not easy, but we are truly done. That's the difference. And it shows everything kind of moves, correct? Yeah. So the whole, the whole, Talk is cheap and action is louder is kind of what we're saying is going on right now for all of you guys, like back to basics. Like, are you just a talking freaking parrot? Ask yourself that, like repeating the language or are you actually just starting to be so done with just repeating the same thing over and over to yourself? Yeah, I mean, let's go back to there's there's a quote. That, I, that, I, that I've always kind of liked. It's like, just because you've given time and effort yeah. into making a decision doesn't mean you have to keep following it through. And I brutalized the quote. Hopefully yes. someone can come up with it better. But that's, that's really it. If you look at our lives as a whole and you look at things, we're kind of like asked or forced, essentially forced to make a decision so early in our life. Yeah. We've had, I mean, if we live to be 100 years old, we're choosing what to do with our whole entire life in like our 20s. <laughs> yeah. 20% of our life, we're asked to make a choice when we have little to no life experience. Exactly. And we're being asked to make a decision. What do you want to do with the rest of your life? <laughs> it's crazy when you really think about it. And then when we make that choice and we pursue it after it because that's what we've been taught to do. Yeah. So you've chosen this. Okay, cool. So you went through four years of school. You know, you've become a lawyer or a doctor or an engineer or an architect, whatever the fuck you've gone, the school route. And then you start doing it. And then you realize that that career path is not what's making you happy. Yeah. But then people stay stuck in it because, oh, I've invested four years of education. I have student loans. Like I've not only do I have st- I'm, I'm comfortable with I'm, this paycheck. I have a house. I have a car. I have a car. I've got so much time put into this decision. Yes. That I can't choose anything else. But you can. Your ego and everything else wants you to stay comfortable. And it wants you to stay small. Yes. Because it doesn't... As much as it wants you to be happy, it wants you to be scared. It doesn't ever want you to be happy, let's be honest. It wants you to be scared because when you're scared, then it can control you, right? Your ego can then drive the bus because that's, that's it. If you look at your life, just reflect on your life right now. Like even pause this if you need. The reason why your ego is running the show is because you're a wounded, scared human being. And when you actually heal yourself and you actually heal your wounds, you now are a soul. 
that is driving the bus and your best friends with the ego. The whole thing changes. But you have to realize that, that the ego is a scared little, you know, two-year-old that freaks out when it doesn't get what it wants, you know, and lots of the people that are on the ego consumption, you know, plant or tree layer are really seeing that, you know, we had a great conversation with somebody, you know, recently, or I did in session um, or in emails and stuff about, you know, the difference between entitlement and better together, And that's the whole like ego layer as a whole out in 3D right now. The 3D is entitled. The 3D is waiting to be entertained and simulated. And what is the world going to give me? Take that in. The soul never fucking asks what the world is here to fucking give them. The soul says, what am I here to give the world? What am I here to give the world? And that really hit me hits me right now as I'm saying that because the other night me and Scott had a real catalyst moment I would feel as we had somebody call us and a grown man ball on the phone to us about how he's not going to make it to the weekend you know suicidal you know has all these health problems but is such a light being it's not even funny and it was so humbling to witness this person surrender. And after we got off the phone, I said to Scott, okay, you know, I feel like this is going to be the first light clinic, quote unquote, patient that stays with us. And I said, should we make this decision? Should this person come and stay with us? And what you said to me rocked me. And you said, if we don't take him on and allow him to come and stay with us, then why the fuck are we here? And I want you guys to all feel that deep in your body because we, why are we here then? Is that not why we're here? We're all here to fucking birth out who we are in some aspect to make the fucking world a better place than when we arrived and for the generations behind us. That's why you're listening to us. We're here to make our world. Yeah. A better place. Exactly. And, 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 and you do it. When one person integrates, you affect one million people a day. And this weekend, I have we have a magazine kind of gathering get together. And I think there's like 30 of you guys coming. And I was pondering that yesterday when I was writing out this piece for the event. And I said to myself, if every single person in that room was integrated, we would be affecting 30 million people on Saturday with our energy. That's where we're going. Take that in. You could sit there and be like, I have no impact. I'm just a measly little human that lives in X, Y, and Z, you know, da, 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 da. Get fucked. You can look at me and Scott right now, you know, with our light clinic, we're about to change someone's life that is arriving on a plane on Friday that knows in every cell of their body that they're not going to be here by Sunday if they weren't landing at that airport on Friday. If that isn't why we're here, I don't know what is. And if you're fucking sitting here listening to this and you're going through all your stuff, that should be the fuel for you to take some fucking action because you're part of this. Do you think we're going to do this alone? Do you think that we're going to have these light clinics and do these greatness alone? No, you're listening for a reason because you're part of this. 
We haven't done it alone so far. Exactly. Every single one of you has aided us in our journey. The amount that everybody brings on for the betterment of everybody is crazy. You know, there was a beautiful guy in our community that brought on tree enmeshment. And and that personally changed my life with my trauma tree that I'm portaling from my mom. The amount of people that have had tree enmeshments in two, the last two or three weeks has been skyrocketing, Scott including. You know, it's like everybody's gifting some every session, every day. Somebody's doing something to help the betterment of this world. And that's where we're truly better together. But when you're sitting there spinning and really struggling about your choices, pull yourself back and be like, what part of this puzzle do I play? What part of my piece matters? And am I going to sit here and worry and ruminate and hold myself back from what I'm here to do, what I said I was here to do? Because the ego is telling me all the fears externally. There's so much living proof now, it's not even funny. You know, there's so many of us that are starting to, you know, really be the embodiment to help you. And it's just the domino effect now. And you need to hear our words and really feel the compassion through all this because it's, it's here. It started. The domino's already dropped. And what's about to take place is so astronomical, but you have it inside of you as well. And you need to just really, really trust yourself. And I feel like we need to segue on that because I know that's a conversation. Like Scott is such a phenomenal mentor for the human ego. And you've had this conversation, you know, um, often with people about the trust, not trusting yourself. And I feel like we really need to talk about that because I hear it a lot too, where people are like, you know, I just don't trust myself. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I hear what you're saying, but then when I go to do the action, I don't trust myself. So I feel like you need, really need to break that down and really talk with your words about trust because it, it, you, you hit it. You hit it with the trust. Not trusting yourself really comes down to not wanting to, to fail. Yeah. Not allowing yourself to like, you just want everything to be a success after success after success. An instant. And I don't even, like, it's, not, it's not necessarily instant. It's just, I need, a, I need a success. Yeah. I need that win to give me the confidence and the boost to keep going forward. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. That's an old programming mentality. Because we, as much as we need our, our wins to keep moving forward, we need the experiences to keep moving forward. We only work at one layer at a time because that's really all we can focus on and handle and handle in mm-hmm. order to keep moving forward. If we've given you seven fucking things to do, <laughs> yeah, no, you're not going to be good at doing all of them. And let's be honest, if you're in our world and we give you all of your plants or vines, you would combust. Like it just doesn't exist because you get stuff as that layer appears. Well, you, you'd get overwhelmed and yeah. you wouldn't know where to start. And exactly. it's more important that you start than that you succeed. Yeah. Like we don't, we don't, we don't fail. We have experiences and we learn. Now the problem, the, the, the concern with that is, is you're going to have some successes. You're going to figure, you're going to get those feelings, those initial downloads, and you're going to jump on them and you're going to have some successes and you're going to start leaning into them. You're going to start trusting them. And then ego is going to slide its way in. Mm-hmm. 
and then you're going to start making choices with a little bit of ego and you may still have some success but eventually sooner or later ego is going to be making the majority of the decisions for you because it's very sneaky and then you're going to have a fail Mm -hmm. or as I like to call it an experience that's not going to turn out how you wanted it to be exactly and that's where you're going to get stuck and be like I can't believe I'm here again I'm here again I thought I was farther than what I was yeah that's what the ego wants to grip onto because literally they go, haha, see, we tricked you. Yes. <laughs> and now we're still tricking you because you were getting too powerful. Mm-hmm. Or I'll tell you, and then all of a sudden the ego grabs onto this is fucking fake. Nothing is changing. It only fucking works for Coco and Scott and fucking. Because you're getting. Da, 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 da. Because you're getting too powerful. Mm-hmm. So you need to allow yourself to have those negative or not negative but you know it's it's, you need to have those challenging challenging you need to have those experiences yes so that way you can really root out the proper feeling behind the decisions yes and if you don't allow yourself to have that one because you're expecting perfection you're demanding everything to be right the first time you're missing out on things it's because you don't trust yourself enough and it's just a muscle you have to flex yeah small steps you have many more options available to you than you realize but when we get in our own heads because we're trying to do this on our own because ego tells us we have to do this on our own because i don't want to bother someone with my problems because it's just minor it's just trivial you are stuck on one path Mm-hmm. And you don't realize that there's so many branches off as to what you need to see because you can only see the problem and not the solution. Mm-hmm. So you have to learn to trust yourself, ask for help, talk about those feelings, talk about those things that are coming up and what's going on. So that way you can learn and understand and you can kind of keep weaving back and forth, so to speak, but moving forward. Yeah, I love that, Scott. And and what's coming to me in our world is, you know, with our mentoring and the stuff we're able to help you with, it's like you talk, but then we're able to get imagery to kind of place into the feeling of why you're doing that. You know, yesterday... The I, imagery gives you a direction and kind of which to head. Exactly. Because we're, we're weaving like a tapestry of our lives. But when you're in the middle of weaving it, you can't see the bigger picture. No. So you so need you, the imagery. So, so you need the imagery to kind of keep going ahead. Yeah. You don't realize that that may be possible like indecision that you had made, that experience that you had is actually just like um, like a star in Van Gogh's The Starry Night. You needed that little fucking splash of dot. Mm-hmm. You know, Bob Ross is just happy little accidents, right? Yeah. That, made, that got somehow turned into a fucking tree. Yeah. And that's exactly what we have to have is you have to take those experiences. You have to be fluid, yeah. You have to be fluid and be able to take those experiences and turn them into something beautiful, which is really what it is. Yeah. A bad a bad experience is not necessarily, you know, a blemish or a dark mark. It can be something completely beautiful if you if you allow it to be well, that. Well, exactly what you're just saying goes back to what I was saying earlier about the person who had touched the stove. And that's the exact that that's the exact thing. So they went and touched the stove. They got you know consumed with that. But then to pull themselves out, they trust themselves because they saw the contrast. They were like, "That is an absolutely hell no for me now. Like I just can't do it anymore. Like I 
I, I believe it now, you know, and that's what, exactly where you're saying, like the trust muscle, you have to flex and you have to be willing to quote unquote surrender and, you know, maybe not be your best self. And, and you always say that, that it's just so astonishing seeing in the clinic every day, everybody coming in and you're like, you know, yeah, they touch the stove or yeah, they're consumed or yeah, they're not their best self today, but they still keep showing up. And that's exactly what you're talking about. That's the trust because it's like the honesty, the raw, the vulnerable, the being like, yeah, I fucking, it's challenging, but I fucking, there's, there's no other way for me anymore because it's, it's the classic line that you always say back to basics. I love it so much. It's like, you know how the other way turns out. Yeah. And there's, and there's no judgment. No. When you're working with people who are light, who are light, we're not judging the journey. We don't care about the human. Literally. We don't care. Like we know you're going to make mistakes and we're okay with you making mistakes. You have to be okay with yourself making mistakes and moving forward. And it's messy. Like that's what people need to understand. Like it gets, it's messy to unwind the yarn, you know? And I know like watching Scott on his journey lately has just been so amazing because he's just, it's just been radical watching you run. And I was like, I think I had said it to you recently, like that ball of yarn was just wound up for the last like almost 40 years. And now that ball is like unwinding and there's been some messy moments, right? There's been some moments where that ball of yarn just kind of like sits there for a moment and it is messy or, you know, you spill some water on it and it, you know, spreads out and it's gross, you know, that's, but then you just keep moving forward. You're like, okay, I had a moment. I had, I had to process that. You know, that's the beauty of all of this. Like one thing about watching you on your journey and also being your mentor is like you take it and you process it and then you fucking run. So there's, and that's the trust thing about yourself. You just, you, you um, heal differently than me say, you know, you take the information, you go, you process it and then you see the action start coming through you. Whereas me, it's like, I do it instantly and then I process it through, through words. So on my journey, I would come and like, verbal diarrhea to you basically you know but that was just trusting ourselves on how we operate and how we heal yeah you know and not judging that because I know a lot of people will say to me oh I don't want to message you Coco because I don't want to bother you you're not fucking bothering me that's the thing about being a mentor is I'm solid in me if you're fucking dumping to me or this is a session I'll be like I yeah do you have a session coming I get it I talk to you I do all that stuff right but it's like trusting yourself when you know you need the assistance and and sending that message or trusting yourself when you know you need to book a session, you know, trusting, trusting, trusting that the money, like you always said, will be there. If you need a dollar, you'll have a dollar. Well, when the people go into messaging, what's really interesting, there's a few people I know that have messaged you about something, then they reread the message and they're like, yeah. okay, I really didn't need to <laughs> yeah. message you. I just need I- it. I just needed to have that verbal diarrhea. Exactly. To process it. Just myself. to process it. And that's yeah. that's perfectly okay too, because yeah. that's the experience. Yeah. And if you don't allow yourself that moment to happen, but if you also don't reflect, yes. It's not necessarily just like taking the action, it's the reflection. It's a two part process. Yes. And to go back to the imagery that we're trying to get people to understand is if you're making a tie-dye t-shirt and you've got it all kind of scrunched up and you're adding dyes to your t-shirt. Yeah. You don't, you know, you're adding a green, you know, you're adding a blue, a red, a yellow, but you don't necessarily know what the final outcome is going to look like. But you just, 
half. You just keep, you just keep moving forward. <laughs> you know what's coming to me, and we should share this story, um, is I bought this holographic fabric, okay, from China, and spent $300 on it to get one of our settees, our couches done. And on the weekend, we got told that that fabric didn't work. And then me and Scott went and bought this other fabric and then that didn't work. And then we ended up in fabric land. And this, it's just, it's just an amazing story of being solid in you. And we were in fabric land and Scott is kind of walking around and he's giving me some suggestions with some fabric. And then he's away. And all of a sudden I'm standing in front of the hot prank fabric that looks like sprinkles. Like literally we're talking printed sprinkles on fabric. Okay. Scott comes up to me and I said, look at all this fabric. Which one do you think I love? And he knows instantly he goes to sprinkles and then wound pinger Scott says, Oh my goodness. Like that's, that hurts my eyes. And I said, go sit in the car right now, like go sit in the car. So he goes and sits in the car and I'm about to buy this fabric. And afterwards I had this whole experience with this, but during it, all of a sudden, as soon as I was saying yes to this fabric, everybody around me starts talking to me. But you don't sell a lot of that fabric. What the heck would you be using that fabric for? Da 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 da. All these like five, six people started critiquing the fabric. And then I get up to the front and with my bold hair, the lady says, oh, you got your Halloween hair. And I said, no, that's my everyday hair. And then she too questions the fabric. Long story short, we drop off the fabric and on the way back, Scott looks over and he's like, are you sitting in the passenger seat just weeping your eyes out right now? And I was, and I couldn't quite place the motion. Why? But after having time to process, it came down to this. I have never been that solid in my entire life. You know, walking into fabric land with this certain idea of how I wanted something to be, and it couldn't work out that way. Feeling that disappointment of like the vision that I saw on my screen to all of the sudden finding something that was a hell yes for me. And then all the tests and all the people in there, all of the sudden, quote unquote, judging me, questioning me, you know, those players in the game, those NPCs trying to stop me from what I felt was wonderful and great and beautiful really showed me how the power of this work is because it would have been so easy to just dim my light and go with a fabric that would have been comfortable. And I feel that that's such a great story to show all of you guys of where the trust muscle has to get flexed and even I do it and where the, the work of being solid in you that no matter what, even though it's a hell yes and the rest of the world is telling you it's a hell no, you do it anyways. You know, and that I feel like that was just such a great experience for all of us. And then at the end of the day, me and Scott realized that the fabric's probably going to work on a different couch. And you had said, you know, you need to let it go. He got, you said because the fabric that you're seeing on your screen for that couch was probably all along for the other couch. And isn't that the beauty of the whole entire journey is our ego thinks that it has to be the certain rigid the way we're seeing it. But my ego might have made it that couch and said it was just a fucking couch that had that fabric on it. You know, take that in. Yeah, that fabric will, the the holographic fabric will have a purpose down the road. Yes. We we didn't just get it for nothing. Exactly. The ego rigidness. Ego rigidness just wants to see it for what it is. Exactly. And I feel like that's a really good, you know, teaching tool story for all of you guys to take in and realize how many times you've been in a store, you've been making a decision inherently. Isn't that why we're wounded? Isn't that why we're wounded? Is because how many times have you said no when you actually meant yes? You know, 
take that in. That's why our bodies are the way they are. I can't tell you how many times in my life prior to that experience, I would have chose the more comfortable fabric because I was so uncomfortable and worried about what everybody else would have said about me. And my ego was running the show and never wanted me to live, you know, the eclectic style that I have. And so I really want you guys to hear and understand that and apply it to yourself and see where in your life you're, you're the fabric store journey. You know, where in your life you're saying more yes, more no's when you actually mean yes. Yeah, and don't feel bad for me being sent to the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're thinking about it. because That's our world. I know my boundaries. Um, like me going to the car is just like, because I generally... Home decor, yeah. Home decor is not is not my strong suit. I can't yeah. see what I see. The vision that that Coco sees, and me standing in there is just going to just make her choice harder for her. Yes. So by removing myself, it forces her to kind of make that choice exactly from her own feeling. And I kind of want to segue on that now that we just kind of said that. I know that you were talking about it yesterday and, you know, maybe we don't even talk on it, but we get some feedback. But you were saying how you really wanted to talk about um, how you see things in session versus how other people see things in session. So do you want to talk about that now or do you want to do a whole episode on that, Scott? Because I feel like, you know, people, you know, maybe message Scott or give us some feedback because... Um, break that down about what you're even talking about because you were asking me and Alexia and even Becca was here yesterday and we were kind of chatting about that. Yeah, so a quick little... Quick Q, little Q&A quiz for quick, you guys. A little Q&A for you guys is like, are wh- when you guys are in session and you guys are having... Or a, meditation. Or meditation and you guys are having an experience. Yeah. Or Coco's narrating. What are you seeing? Yes. Is are you just focused on what you're seeing or not seeing? Yeah, you know we get very. And are you expecting to see certain things a certain way? Yeah, that's kind of like what I want to have a really great discussion about, and I want everyone to kind of focus on. And I'd love to hear your guys is like your feedback, input, your yeah. feedback in, and send it to me because I really do want to find out. So that way we can have a discussion and help you. Because if you guys tell. That to us, I think a lot. It would help a lot of people understand what's going on with them, because I think one of the thing that holds people back is we have this expectation in our heads about how we see the experience we should be having. Yes. So really sit on that, and um, and 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 what he's referring to, you know, for example, if I am all of a sudden saying. And you're walking on a beach and all of a the sudden there's an ocean and the sky is, you know, bright blue and you feel the raindrops. Do you see that? Do you feel that? What on your side, how does that feel for you? You know, that's what Scott is getting at, you know, or all of a sudden it's like if you are, you know, feeling something, you know, a bucket of paint dropping down your head. Do you feel that? Do you see that? You know, and send it to at the Scott Schaff on Instagram and he would love to hear from you because that is uh, something he's trying to put together for all of you guys and really assist you. Well, I feel it'll be something that's going to assist the whole entire community. Yes. If you're willing to talk about your experiences. Exactly. So we are better together. We are better. And I think a lot of people will be like, okay, wow. Yeah. So it's not 
just me because I was talking to to Maddie the other day about this when she was over here. And I sometimes have a very hard time hearing multiple, like hearing conversations in a room full of people because the background noise just seems to just swallow everything up whole. Yeah. And I've always taken it to be that from work, from being around loud equipment, I just can't handle, I can't just can't separate the noise out. But Maddie said that she was the exact the same way. I said, oh, wow, it's really great that, you know. You're not losing it? (laughs) Well, not that I'm losing it, but that, wow, I thought it was just me. I thought it was just like entirely something else. Yeah. So the fact that like me and Maddie could sit there and kind of like zone in our conversation. Yeah. Or we could like pull out and zone in on a conversation we're not necessarily even a part of. Yeah. Was really, really great. It was like, okay, wow, there's someone else who can do this. Like it's. I'm not, not alone. I'm not necessarily like alone. It's yes. just like, wow, it's interesting because I thought that was just... Just me. Just me. Mm-hmm. So I, and, let's be better together. Let's share the information. I think a lot of people out there would love to hear it. Yes. And there we go. I feel like we kind of got out what we wanted to say to all of you um, today. And we're moving into this really big weekend. And one of the last things I want to say is... This Sunday is, it's catalytic, okay? It is a very important day. And last year on that day, it was also a day where, you know, from sunrise till sundown, you really just tried to stay off electronics, really just kind of go inward, kind of just see what comes to you that day. And Sunday is that again, times 50 million trillion than it was last year. And I am birthing out something that's going to change humanity. And I ask for all of your guys' support. And I don't think I've ever done that before. But it's coming to me right now to ask your guys' support. Because it makes me really emotional. Because what I'm going to do and what I am doing is affecting humanity. And it's affecting each and every one of you. And on Sunday, I ask you to take the time on Sunday, at some point in your day, you know, to think of me, to think of this community, to think of the greatness that we're here to do. And I ask you to be really mindful of the distractions that you have on Sunday. And if you can wake up when the sun rises and stay off your phone and stay off electronics and, you know, go out into nature, go out into the world and just be with yourself in your light, you're gifting not only yourself, the greatest awareness of your life but you're gifting you know the energy of you to me and the support of what I'm birthing out for all of you so I really really ask you to take a day away from basically 3d from your life from from all the distractions and all the things that could really you know keep you away from why you're here and I ask for you to, you know, let me pop into your, into your mind, into your being, you know, go into a meditation if you feel called and, you know, um, be there for yourself, but most of all, be there because you said you would. And, and it's a, and it's a big catalytic day. And I thank you guys so much from the bottom of all of my being for being here, um, being here with all of us, because when the clock strikes midnight, on Sunday, we are officially in the new. And it's in ways that I will talk about for the rest of my body of form being. And 
it is catalytic in ways that there will be movies about this. And I ask all of you to just really be with yourself in whatever way that can be on Sunday. And I look forward to seeing a large majority of the community on Saturday and um, to next week in the new, in a whole new way.